we're keeping our staff employed with zero revenue. Um, that, that assistance to the government, the $10,000 they've offered, that, that would go straight to paying suppliers and paying our staff. Um, even the Avalon, the, what, the, locked, the Northern Beaches lockdown assistance was only $5,000, which would have paid a couple of weeks rent. But yeah, we didn't qualify for that either. Um, it's, it's pretty dire stuff. This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Last time we caught up with Jesse McTavish, he'd just opened his own restaurant, Bar Elvina, on Sydney's northern beaches. Sydney is currently in a lockdown, and although the government has announced support, it's not available for every operator. Jesse, how are you going? Yeah, good, thanks, Huck. How are you? Good. Times were a little bit different last time we spoke. You'd created your own venue, and it was a real hub of the community uh, up in the northern beaches. Uh, what's it like at the moment with this lockdown? Uh, it's interesting. Yeah, Andy, Andy Emerson and I um, created what we thought was fantastic venue. We love it. It's going really well, and the response has been fantastic from the community. Um, but we went through that first lockdown at last year uh, in, in Avalon in uh, December. We were trading for four weeks prior to that. Uh, and the response straight after you know, coming out of that was fantastic. The, the locals just backed us and supported us immensely. It was fantastic. And, and that's continued on. Um, the feeling, again, up here is just a bit of uh, uncertainty, I suppose, uh, of what's, what's going to happen and, and, uh, and what's happening next. What are you guys doing? What, how have you responded to this lockdown? Are you doing a takeaway or are you, is the restaurant closed? What, how have you responded? This, this time we responded differently to last time. Last time we went straight into an a, um, e-commerce site and uh, we created a little site off our webpage selling cocktails, large, large format cocktails, takeaway food, home delivery seafood. It went really well because we were just a, a newly established business and we thought that was a pretty wise way to do it. We also didn't qualify for JobKeeper back then, which we knew opening the business. Um, so we kept our, our staff employed. Um, this time, our staff are um, happy to take a little holiday. Some of them, some of them are just uh, coming in and doing some maintenance with us in the venue. But so we're not doing takeaway, Un- unless we get an announcement this week that yeah, it's going to go longer. Then we'll then we've got a plan in uh, in place to turn into a cafe. No, sorry, a takeaway venue. The government has announced support uh, for businesses that have been impacted by this lockdown. What? What's the situation with you at the moment with the restaurant um, only opening at the end of last year? Um, yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, the, qualific- the, the criteria to qualify for that assistance has, it looks like they've taken the same format as they did with the Avalon and the Northern Beaches lockdown, which was as you applied for that assistance, Andy Emerson, Andy, my business partner, actually um, did most of the work on that. He he contacted Service New South Wales, then contacted local council as well. And the, qualifi- the, the qualification was that you need to be, ABN need to be active for 12 months. So as you're filling out the form, you got to the online form, you got to type in your ABN, type it in, it comes up, you don't qualify. Um, there, were, there were businesses up here and on the northern beaches. There's a furniture maker over in Ronovale. I was chatting to one night, he came in for dinner. And he's he'd been active ABN for eleven months and didn't qualify for any support. And I was just like, oh, that's brutal. Um, and I understand, you know, they're probably trying to you know, um, limit the amount of 
you know, businesses that are opening up, starting an ABN, getting an ABN and, and claiming the assistance straight away. But I mean, if you if you if you're submitting a, a regular, you know, your quarterly BAS, showing your your income, um, reporting your income honestly, paying your taxes, then there's no reason why you shouldn't qualify. I suppose. Um, and the same framework as looks like it's been done this time for the assistance. However, the qualification the the qualification isn't 12 months, it's now two years. June, June, July 2019 figures need to be produced by your accountant, which is just mind-blowing. Um, I think it's, honestly, I think it's just an oversight. I think it's, it's maybe a rushed, a rushed uh, decision to get something in for the Treasury, by the Treasury, announce something. It definitely needs a bit of, uh, uh, to be re-looked at, I think. There'll be a lot of uh, restaurants that have opened in that period that won't be able to get support how, how long can you sustain this what sort of impact is it having on you it's pretty heavy um without getting into the exact figures another couple of weeks would, would probably see the end um we're, you're back to zero there's you know, we've we're keeping our staff employed with zero revenue um that that assistance to the government the ten thousand dollars they've offered that, that would go straight to paying suppliers and paying our staff um even the avalon the what the locked Northern Beaches lockdown assistance was only five thousand dollars, which would have paid a couple of weeks' rent, but yeah, we didn't qualify for that either. Um, it's it's pretty dire stuff. Like this is the, the cash flow in a, in a restaurant. The margins are tiny. The cash flow is not great, you, especially after only you know, trading for six months through a winter for our first winter. And and we're 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 lucky, one of the lucky ones. We're a busy restaurant. We're actually busy, and we've got a decent, consistent cash flow. But it, it just doesn't it doesn't last very long when you shut the doors. When nothing comes in, things still go out. And I think that the real kicker is the staff are so hard to find at the moment. Good staff, good quality hospo, proper true hospo staff are really difficult to find. And we are so lucky with the crew we've got. And we, we're going to do whatever we can, whatever it takes to keep those staff. Have to. Our, our casual staff... Our full-timers, we need to keep them on. We've got them coming in tomorrow for a maintenance day and paying our casual staff just for a maintenance day so they can pay rent. It gets that, it's that serious. I think we all sort of think, oh, no, it's all right. We are in, and, and we are in a very lucky country and the government's done a great job in many ways. But there are realities of it that eventually we're going to run out of money. Our staff are going to run out of money and they've got to pay rent, they've got to pay petrol, they've got to pay car payments, et cetera, et cetera. It's just... It's the reality of it. You mentioned that you think it may be an oversight and the government also trying to protect themselves from someone starting a business and then claiming straight away, but the circumstances that you have are quite different to that. What would you like to see happen? Um, I'd like to see the, the qualification for, the, the, um, for the, the assistance come back to based on your current uh, revenue, last three, three months or your last quarter's uh, revenue. I think that is enough to show that you've got a business that's got trading history, that you're paying wages, that you're keeping staff employed, you're contributing to the economy, paying tax. That's enough. A quarter, a quarter of um, BAS statement is enough to show that you've you've been actively contributing to the economy, uh, and then that should be the qualification, I believe. If your if your your revenue that is then being hit by ninety percent or hundred percent as ours has. Then I think that that's the qualification. Honestly, I think that's that's if it, if it was explained to the treasury in that way, they would see it in that light and go, "Oh, absolutely, that's what we wanted to assistance program for to do that." It was exactly us. We're the perfect candidate. 
um, however. So, so I think it is a bit of a, an oversight, but um, and hopefully they perhaps renew it and look at it in that, in that light. You mentioned that staff are hard to get hold of, but you're really happy with the staff that you have and you're trying to hold on to them. And the restaurant's become a real hub of the community. What do you think is behind its success? Oh, that's a good question. Um, yeah, we've, we've, we've definitely, our staff are a huge part of that success. We've got a great venue manager, Nick Musgrove. is unbelievable. Everyone knows his name. Everyone walks through the door. You know, when I was a young guy, I was working in a couple of cafes and I was about 20 years old. And I used to just love the places I was working in and, and really put my, my biggest effort into to making it like it's my own place. And I used to get asked, is, is this your place? And that's the, one of the most beautiful things when people walk in and see, see Nick and someone, they go, so Nick, is this your place? Because of the care and attention to detail and the true genuine love he shows for our business. And that culture that, that he and Andy and myself really tried to, to push to, to keep that as a fun place to work. It's a really enjoyable place where we just love what we do. We love when customers come through the door and it's genuine. We have, we have fun while we're at work and we really enjoy what we do. And so I think that's and that's a very, very beaches thing as well. We don't we don't take ourselves too seriously. We have a lot of fun while we're doing it. Um, yeah, there's no, nothing's ever a problem. It's just everything's it's, it's a good place to work. And I think that's that's the the, the I think the community has seen that and and have embraced it. Um, and they and they will support us really heavily when we reopen again, which is wonderful. And I just I can't thank the community enough for 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 doing that last time. And we know yeah, they're all asking, you know, they can't wait to get back in again. As I was telling us, can't wait to get back in when we reopen, which is really cool. Um, we've also got a just taking a lease over on a, a space downstairs and be opening a new little um, little concept down there as well, which is kind of cool. Um, which is all, yeah, it's all sort of just in its very early stages, but we've, we've definitely signed. And, but we, we really want to go in, you know, we just signed just before this lockdown. So we'd love to know that the government's got our back this time when we go into this one. <laughs> uh, it's like, what? How different will that be uh, compared to what you're doing upstairs? Quite different, yeah, daytime offering um and different branding completely same so we're using the same designer for our branding paul mcneil who's one of the famous uh, old mambo artists and close front close mate of mine um and we're we're running something of quite a different concept it's lots of fun again very beaches um a bit of a bit of a surf culture feel about it as well yeah it's good fun over the last year and a half, um, people all over the planet have experienced change and adapting to change. You've uh, become a father since we last spoke. What sort of impact has that had on you? Yeah, yeah. How's that? Who would, who would have thought? <laughs> 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 then it all works. Apparently, this, um, it all still works, which is good. <laughs> As my mum said. Um, mate, it's been amazing. It's been fantastic. Ali, my fiance, is just just an amazing, amazing woman, amazing person, and, and being and naturally being an amazing mum so far too. But it's 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 just great. I think um, it's just like when when you meet the right person, it it just seems very natural to want to want to do to have a little family and want to create a little family. So it's been amazing. We're moving moving to the beaches in the next few. Weeks as well to Narrabeen and mate, the, the lifestyle I had in Byron and Lennox growing up, I just always wanted that for our, our kids. Um, and we're just moving into a place right, right in the, on the lagoon, 50 metres to the ocean and all those all those amazing lifestyle um, 
bonuses of living in, in the east coast of Australia. <laughs> we're we're going to try and replicate that the the, uh, the childhood that I had growing up in Lennox Head. So it's really cool. Now that you're a dad, has it changed the way that you uh, work and operate and think of the business as well? Yeah, absolutely. And thankfully, Andy is set a really good example for me, having two kids of his own. And and his second child is only um, six months or so, a little bit older. Uh, yeah, about six months or nine months older than, than our little boy, Will. And so it's great. So he's already gone through it. And, and it's kind of funny at the start, you know, we're building this place and and I'm like, man, he's busy with these kids all the time. What's he doing? And then I just start to realize all the pressure that he had. <laughs> the poor guy. <laughs> he did such a good job. Uh, but he's, it's, been, it's been really uh, – it's, it's life-changing, of course. But, it's, but thankfully, I've got a really sympathetic business partner, partner who's gone through it himself. And so we, um, yeah, we get out of here at the right time. Yeah, at night time, we're not, not here to the desk. We can get to go home and see our kids. And we've got great staff as well, again, great managers and great chefs and that, that, that understand that. Um, and it, was, it was great to be able to spend a couple of weeks after the birth of Will and we just got to hang out with, with uh, Ali and, and him and, and know that it's the first time in my life that I've had staff that you just go, wow, no, I know I can leave the place and it's going to be, going to be taken care of beautifully. And that's credit to Andy, of course. Um, and the rest of our staff. So it's been it's been fantastic. It's been a really fantastic time. Um, but I, yeah, then you start sort of missing getting in the kitchen too. <laughs> you sort of you want to jump back in there. You get here at home and you start writing menus and <laughs> writing dishes, and you like get a bit antsy. So yeah, we're at that point now. <laughs> Well, as you mentioned a bit earlier, you know, things are a little tough and there's no assistance for you. And there's, there'd be many restaurants out there that would be in a similar situation. What, what can those that are in that situation and what, what can they do at the moment? That's a good question. I, I, I'm, I'm just exploring it right now. And I want to chat to other, other restaurants that are in the same boat. There, there's got to be hundreds, I reckon, in, in, you know, in Greater Sydney and, and New South Wales in general that have opened the last two years and haven't got two years of trading. Um, the well, we the one the, the Northern Beaches lockdown assistance. We've obviously we're too we're too late for that now. That's fine. We we just we we had um, deaf ears. We were two hours on the phone one to one day, waiting for answers. And Andy was requesting the you know the giving our explanation of our situation and seeing if there was an exemption for that. Um, but that just fell on deaf ears. So we just said, you know what, that's fine. Let's just get on with with um, business. Um, I think anyone who's in that similar boat should, should speak up and we, I think we need to talk to uh, the Treasury um, and there's, there's a, there is a way to contact the Treasurer and I'm going to give that a go um, and I don't, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to be upset about it or on a rampage at all. It's, it's just purely just for awareness and just, just want to make sure that, um, that, this, that this assistance is targeted to the right place. It has to hit the right mark people that are truly uh, in need of assistance. Simple as that. Yeah. Well, hopefully um, your voice is heard, mate, and many others that are in your situation and also hope the lockdown doesn't happen for much longer. As always, we love catching up with you, Jesse, on Deep in the Weeds. Thanks, sir. Uh, please keep in touch. Good luck, and um, we'll talk again soon. Thanks, man. I really appreciate this, mate. Cheers. This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Stay tuned as we take a deep dive into the lives of the incredible people who ply their trade in the food and hospitality sector. Special thanks to executive producer Rob Locke for making this all happen. 
Follow us on Instagram at Deep in the Weeds Podcast or email us at podcast at deepintheweeds.com.au. Stay safe and be well.